Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It is six minutes past six o'clock. So we teased you with this yesterday, and just to let you know, we will follow up with it. Today, we will have a interview with Charles from Accurate Precious Metals and Refinery today because it, it goes back to where we are headed with money. Well, digital currencies. With what they, in a prank interview, the head of the International Monetary Fund, French woman Christine Lagarde, they thought she was talking to Ukrainian President Zelensky. She wasn't. She was talking to a prankster. But she let the cat out of the bag about exactly what they're trying to do. Now, this is not going to be limited just to the European Union or the International Monetary Fund. It's coming to America. The, the Federal Reserve is already involved with this. We're going to talk with Charles about that. Because yesterday on the show plan, I asked that question. So will gold and silver ultimately be banned? Will we have to resort to black market economies? If that happens. So we're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk about some other things that are going on, including um, just a lot of stuff here about you know, the vax and fines and shutting. There's a companies down. There's a story here. Plus, we'll get to the Oregon presidential straw poll. Part one is on Oregon uh, catalyst. But we'll get to the story here about how we have um, all these fines that happened in Oregon. Over the COVID lockdowns, there's a story in the Oregonian, the fish wrap, about OSHA, Oregon OSHA, has only collected about $100,000 in fines. They have about 800000 left. They fined about a million dollars total. The largest one was with Courthouse Athletics. And the owner, whom I do not know, but I, as you know, I praised him for standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do that. They have about $200,000 in outstanding fines. Now, the second largest fine is against a tiny little restaurant in Springfield, $52,000. Who refused to cave in. Now all of this is where we're headed here, folks, because Bill Gates, there's a story in um, the Liberty Daily about the upcoming black swan events. 
Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, Tony Fauci, and Bill Gates announced their next weapon against humanity. Now, the reason I bring this up is because, folks, if you missed it, I I I try to tune in to um, to Steve Bannon's War Room in the afternoons. I listened to it on my phone a little hard yesterday because it was out fertilizing in fields or trying to. Anyway, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running plans to run for president. Okay, on April nineteenth, he's going to announce it. I mean, that's only what six days from now in Boston. Okay, he's announcing his run for the presidency. Now he's a Democrat, but he gave this speech and they were playing it at all, of all places, at Hillsdale College. Now, if you know, he has long stood against um vaccinations on kids and a number of things and yesterday uh, he he talked Steve Bannon played the entire speech or almost the entire speech and I will tell you that this is um, he's standing with us for the cause of freedom in fact that's from the Team Kennedy websites called Freedom First. Now, I, I want to go back to this because it absolutely um, features into a powerful topic. Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington State, is probably going to sign a bill that allows young children to have genital mutilation surgery without their parents' knowledge or consent. They're going to legalize that in Washington State. We're about to do the same thing here in Oregon. House Bill 2002. It's maybe not quite as bad, but it's not far from it. Friends, if this is ever an issue that has real power to change the political landscape, this is it. This is it as much as critical race theory. Forcing your kids to be vaccinated to go to school. This is much of anything. This is a parental rights issue. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is taking a stand against the usurpation of parents' rights for a number of things. The question is this, will conservatives, will Republicans use these issues powerfully to permanently realign the brainwashed masses, masses rather? Will they? Because they are brainwashed, folks. Just look at the response to the, um, where's that story here? Uh, Man, I had that story up. I don't know what I just did with it. Portland State University is rearming their cops. And people are uncomfortable with it. 
but they're kind of glad that the cops have guns. And the reason that the cops on campus are putting guns back on again after taking them off is because Portland folks, because of violent crime, they wouldn't be doing it if Portland cops could keep them safe. They're not. This is a political decision. And again, this is why we focus on elections, folks. You have got to understand it's all about who we elect. Like Corby wrote me an, an email. By the way, the numbers to call, and Ronnie, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Corby writes an email about face diapers. As we've said for the last several years, and he cites an InfoWars study, or it's a post that says, a study finds no evidence that face masks protect vulnerable people against COVID. And he writes, I will add that they did much more harm than stated mentally and physically. I'm glad I stood strong and didn't wear one. Good for you, Corby. I'm glad you did too the right thing to do. In the Oregon presidential straw poll on the Oregon Catalyst, Donald Trump leads Ron DeSantis, 34% to 30% with 20% undecided. Nikki Haley got 5%. Mike Pompeo, 3.6%. Mike Pence, 2.7%. And really nobody else shows up. Now this is a this is over 540 taxpayers association of Oregon supporters answered 2023 presidential straw poll if you didn't i mean it, it's not like a phone poll where you pick up the it's just and just theirs trump still leads but desantis in a strong second place and we'll get uh, back to digital currencies and what that might mean uh for because uh, doug sent a great uh, email about the digital dollar we'll get all all of that but Got to go to the phones as promised. Let's talk to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. We're going to hit three things at one time. California has okay. the law on the kids where they can mutilate themselves. If you trip, interfere as a parent, if you interfere as a doctor, you can loot. They will take you to jail, fine you, and also take the kid out of your home of jurisdiction. If they want to choose, they protect the yep. kid. When you can say they can make a decision, if, and they, but they can't own a rifle at 18, 20 years old, we got a major problem. You can serve your country, 18. Second thing, my brother, there is 23 countries that 60% of the world GDP are setting up for a swap line that will bypass a dollar. Now, that means a heck of a lot of money, including we just heard Egypt. Even France, Mr. Macron, as I call him, Macron, he, they all just banning us. They sold us off a piece of silver. France, France, we bailed their butts out three times in Vietnam, World War One, and World War Two, and yet they've stabbed us in the back. These countries, it's time for America First policies. And the last thing I will say, if the Republicans don't leave that building and stand on principles and sue the heck out of the, out of Shemaya Fagan, we won't have a state. No matter how, and, and they're enabling the criminals even more. They don't care. They talk that, this thing and that. I'm still hurt as a friend. 
as a person, you know how strong I am at Republican, God-fearing, and everything else. I give God all the glory. I don't want the notoriety. That's his. But truth is truth. And the fact is, is that we, the Senate leaders, the House leaders, need to grow a backbone. They can say all they want about Herman Bergsharger. I had somebody that used to be of a high place in the Republican Party. I got all upset about it because, as I said, you can go through and kick man for choosing a woman that may have different issues, but at the same time, you want to renown a racist, a person who's associated with a racist and an anti-Semite. It is uncontrolling of that nature and dishonorable and ain't done a doggone thing for the state as any way to help Oregon except disparage. And now the election, they don't want you to verify your elections. God bless you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it is absolutely appalling that four Republican senators in Oregon would vote to hide election data that we the people own by law to hide it from us. When we come back uh, from the break here, uh, we'll talk with Art. By the way, there's another story here that you also missed it if you missed Steve Bannon's interview yesterday with Michelle Bachman, former U.S. Congresswoman from Minnesota. She, um, the Biden administration is going to make us liable for whatever the WHO says by signing on to a treaty that violates the U.S. Constitution that says it has to be it has to be ratified by the U.S. Senate. Well, she also revealed something about how that all took place. And a lot of Republicans bought into it. It was called What Was Hidden in the National Defense Authorization Act 620. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Uh, before we go back to the phones, a couple of things. There's a brand new tax, of course, being proposed by the Democrats in House Bill 3158. It's a new tax that hits farmers and foresters. It's a sales tax. What? I thought Oregon's constitution prohibited sales taxes. Nope. Apparently it doesn't because we have a number of them. The business community, which is cowed by the leftist Democrats in control and leftist governors, is afraid, well, ha actually has tried to take it to court, to be fair. House Bill 3158. Get this, puts a new sales tax on the sales of off-road equipment. You know, like combines and tractors and that kind of thing. And where's the money going to go? To cut diesel emissions in Portland. What? Yeah. It'll offset the retrofitting of older, medium, and heavy-duty trucks in Multnomah, Washington, and Clackamas counties. So let me get this right. You're going to tax 
farmers and foresters and off-road equipment all over the state of Oregon to help Portland deal with their problem. Is that right? Is, is that what you're telling me? Apparently so. Elections have consequences, folks. And again, why Republicans would help Democrats rig elections is beyond me. But apparently there are four senators in the Oregon Senate, Republicans, who thought it was okay to vote for Senate Bill 166. By the way, if you care about elections, there's a meeting coming up this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 about elections at the VFW Hall at 630 Hood Street, Northeast in Salem. Janice Dysinger, Anna from Oregon People's Vote, but it's other people from other groups that care about election integrity. They're getting together to strategize. So if you care about elections, this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, the VFW Hall in Salem, 630 Hood Street. You better be there. Also want to thank Power Honda, by the way, for being one of our great sponsors. They're down in Albany. If you're looking for a great new Honda vehicle, go to their website and you can check out what they've got. Plus, you can actually come up with your own. You can design your own and they'll find it for you. Go to mypowerhonda.com, mypowerhonda.com. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Boy, Jeff, yep, trying times, no doubt about it. It would be nice, just a suggestion, that we get more calls to action uh, when bills are being heard and uh, <clears throat> that those kind of things so that we can, uh, you know, call our representatives and stuff because the one thing they can't stand is being in the inundated with the issues. There is no doubt about it. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about the transgender thing, number one, okay, we need to stand up and fight all this BS concerning it. And I was pleased to see this morning uh, that a bill has been introduced in the federal house where no transgender male can compete against girls and women uh, in sports. We need to do that. We need to be, you know, up on it. But we got to be as proactive as we can. And I understand how hard it is because the dang Democrats keep, you know, putting bills together behind the scenes that are detrimental to us here in Oregon. So, uh, Jeff, you're absolutely right. We got to do all that we can do. And about Portland, I'm not surprised that the uh, guards at Portland State have said, hey, uh, we're not going to be out here as moving targets for all the riffraff because that area is hell. I I wouldn't go close to Portland State University or walk the street because you're putting your life in your, uh, you know, your life on the line. And so are those guards at Portland State, and they're they're saying, hey, we ain't going to do it. 
good for them. Good for them. Yeah, and it is uh, good for them indeed, and it's a sad commentary on the leadership of Portland that basically has neutered the Portland Police Bureau. And the college, I mean, they, Jeff, they really have. And the college, Jeff. we got to yeah. lay the blame on all of them because uh, the college is responsible for protecting students, and the only reason the dang guards didn't, don't have guns is because of the actual university. Uh, and so they have a lot of blame there because these colleges are so woke, as you know. Okay. Art, thank you. God I bless appreciate you. It. Um, at the bottom of the hour here, we'll be talking with Charles from Accurate Precious Metals. I want to read this email um, from Doug. It's about digital dollars. And folks, this ain't good. The formation of the Digital Dollar Gulag, FRBS Services, that's the Federal Reserve Bank Services, FedNow, which begins in July, is a flashing emergency warning light of the dying dollar, definitely a foreshadowing of what's coming. The vast majority would sell their birthright for a bowl of soup, and social pressures will motivate people's tacit consent to take the substitute digital dollar's willfully then he asked the question so are digital dollars real money we'll answer that on the other side of the break Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Um, so what if your money in the bank wasn't really yours to spend the way you wanted. Hmm? What if, say, going and buying a gun, you know, for your self-protection, or maybe just because you, you want to go hunting? What if all of a sudden the government says, well, that's not cool. We don't like that. If your money isn't your money, could they stop the transaction? Could you be denied the transaction? Is that an unreasonable direction to think actually might happen? Well, it isn't. Because the story that has exploded out there for at least people who are paying attention Christine Lagarde is the European Central Bank president. She admitted in this prank phone call, she thought she was talking to Ukraine President Zelensky. She wasn't. But she admitted that central bank digital currency, this is not Bitcoin, this is digital currency, 
is poised to maintain transactional control. Meaning that she acknowledged the potential to control people's spending and their payments. It, it, it would be limited, of course, right? Minimum number of transactions. The biggest concern is that these central bank digital currencies could monitor and control literally what we spend money on, limiting our financial freedom and erode privacy. Christine Lagarde literally confirmed that fear. So how do we deal with that? If that's where we're headed, how do we deal with it? Well, this is one of the reasons that I asked Charles to join us this morning uh, from Accurate Precious Metals. He joins us now. Charles, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you for having me this morning. So this adds another um, wrinkle, I think, to kind of where we're headed uh, in, in the world and certainly here in America, I think, towards central bank digital currencies. The Federal Reserve, which is not a government entity but is a private bank, is proposing just that. They are. And what's interesting, you bring up Christine Lagarde. She used to be the director of the IMF before becoming the president of the European Central Bank. Yes. And there's a lot to unpack here. But I'll just take one segment of what you just brought up. Currently, right now, in the European nations, European um, countries, there's a handful, I mean, a, a good amount of the countries that are required to report and be um, accountable to the government of any expenses over $300. And if you spend $1,000 and if you do it in cash, there's a penalty. You know, it kind of brings me back to what our government tried to do is having us report any expenses of $600 and start reporting anybody that comes into businesses and and um, spending $600 or more. And it just appears that it was being rolled out at the same time as the CBDC was signed by an executive order. And right now, if you look at all the different angles of what our economy and whether it be the interest rates, whether it be the banks collapsing, whether it be the BRICS nations. And now you've got the Fed now being rolled out in July. It's like they're creating this perfect storm of our of a financial crisis to almost to get the people to submit to a currency that the government wants, which is the CBDC. And as I talk right now, the, the what I'm saying, it's crazy to even think about what is even being said, because being in a country that's free and being in a country that it's for the people, by the people, and it's changing rapidly in that direction. So they will... I, I, you know, as we see the government's wanting to take control um, of our currency and move us into the digital currency, 
they're also placing laws in place that other currencies, such as cryptos currencies, are outlawed because that's what the IMF is also doing as well. And so that is playing into the same playbook as what the of what the U.S. is also wanting to move towards in the same similar way that Christine Nome had to veto a bill that was um, saying that there's no other cryptocurrencies allowed to be used in that state, whether it be Bitcoin or any of the alternative coins that are available to basically allow the CBDC, the digital cryptocurrency offered by the government, would be the exclusive currency to be used. And how do we combat that? You know, the one thing that we hear and we are seeing is precious metals. Precious metals, it not only is a diversifier, but it also allows you to have cash in your hand because gold and silver is money. In any country, anywhere you go, it's a liquid asset that one can hold and trade and buy and secure and keep your money out of the system. And um, so it's interesting where where we're at currently today. So um, it's fascinating for me to even say the words that I'm saying right now because I am not a conspiracy theorist, but if you go online and Google everything that we're saying, I'm saying it's it's everywhere everywhere except the mainstream medium and so that's been quite interesting it is and you know i'm looking at your website and folks you can go to um charles's websites accuratepmr.com accuratepmr.com you can see the how gold and silver prices and other precious metals have spiked um we didn't gold hit an all-time high the other day. Well, actually, it's at it's at a high today. This morning, it's at a high the, today. The PPI came out, the reports right. came out, and then the jobless claims came out, and then so um, currently gold shot up this morning, um, twenty six dollars, and silver shot up um, uh, one and a half percent. So metals are up one and a half percent this morning, and that's the other beauty of precious metals is when there's um, situations like the jobs report or inflations or um, global unrest or or the situation with the banking system it's a great asset to hold because it responds in a positive way protecting your wealth and that's the beauty of precious metals and you have it in your hand you hold it we also do IRA rollovers that has um, increased because a lot of people don't want their uh, money even the retirement in the system because when you roll over your IRA it allows you to have complete control it does go into a depository and we use an agency and a depository and a custodian in Texas and um, basically it's a simple process if you decide to recall your medals you can with a phone call and um, a signed document faxing to them they'll immediately ship your metals to you so having a diversification whether it be in a stock market there's a process to exit and to come out of 
the market and come out of your um, retirement IRA. So there's advantages in that method, but also hedging yourself against what's going on in our current market and um, in the current situation um, that we're faced with. So the IRA rollovers is a really simple process. Um, it takes just several minutes and we're located here in Salem. We're a national company, but people come in, we, they could see us face to face. We can answer any questions in person without having to make a phone call. Any monies that is transacted is over the counter. So you don't have to be sending money across the country or through wire transfer. And we're extremely competitive. On silver, we're the most competitive company in the whole entire nation here in Salem because the relationships we have with minting companies. We're also a refinery, which gives us a competitive edge because we process and melt and refine precious metals in our facility here in Salem. And then we sell to the minting companies and that gives us a close relationship that they um, give us um, pricing advantages because they want our precious metals that we're processing and recycling. And we do that at a very large scale here in Salem. Our building is secure. So when you come in the door, you have to buzz a button, call button to be let into the building and the building locks up right behind you. So it's a very secured um, environment. And I just invite um, people listening right now to come visit us and get to know us, ask questions or purchase precious metals, which they can pick up precious metals and walk away with it because we do have inventory on hand because we have allocation set aside where um, in the minting companies so we can basically um, be ahead of our inventory um, from it being the Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Don't know if you uh, noticed, but it's still kind of cold out there this morning. If your heating system isn't keeping up, you really ought to call Freedom Heating and Air. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. One of the great reasons to call them is because they are very well known for getting out to your home or your business right away, assessing the problem and getting it fixed. 503-580-1456. freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air. Net. One of the things that I, one of the directions I think we're headed with this whole business of, of um, digital currencies is what, what Charles articulated. And this is what the ECB, European, European Central Bank, is proposing. They will outlaw any form of digital currency. Now, I think this runs into some serious problems for them to do just that. And I think the Federal Reserve will try to do it, too. Okay, here, Here's why. It is highly likely, and I mean highly likely, that one of the major forces behind cryptocurrency is the CIA. You see that and the drug lords and some very rich people have figured out how to use 
cryptocurrency to hide money flow. Now, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the people that own the central banks around the world, and folks, if you think that everybody owns the Federal Reserve banking system, you're quite wrong. The same is true with European Central Bank and others. They're just owned by a few families primarily. There are others, but it's few families. Now, I'm telling you, they're going to be in for a real fight because you're going up against the CIA. You're going up against drug lords. You're going up against other rich people who are using cryptocurrencies to hide money. Illegal money flows. And Charles talked about how, you know, $600, anything above that, you got to report it, you got to give people a 1099, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's all true. Here's where I think we're headed, and this is the point of having some gold and silver and some ammunition and some food we're headed to a black market, a barter trading system. If these things evolve over time, and, and it, it's not going to happen right away, but as Doug points out, it probably will happen because people will be lulled into saying, oh, it's better. Businesses will say, it's better, it's faster. Digital currency, it's faster. Gives government control of your money. It's your money. It's not governments. Oh, I know they own it, blah, blah, all that stuff. But you earned it. They didn't. This is one of the reasons why I think it, it is to your advantage to start thinking about this. I have. I've done some business with Charles over at Accurate Precious Metals. And I'll do more. And I think you should, too. But also, there's other things that you need to think about, depending on your personal situations, about storable food, which you should have anyway. But using things for a bartering system down the road. Okay? Enough said about that. Uh, speaking of Doug, he wrote me another email. says, Fort Knox, Kentucky, where, where all the gold is supposed to be, has not been audited since 1954. Only a half of 1% of investment portfolios carry precious metals. The price of silver today is half the price it was way back in 90, 1980. You think that makes any sense? Since April 1st, short sellers and other market manipulators can no longer keep a lid on price and are going along. Demand for silver has outstripped supply already. If you've tried to buy it, the wait can be up to two or three weeks. The coin shops don't want to sell their material. Premiums for recently minted one-ounce silver American Eagles are as high as $18 above spot price. Silver will soon be known as unibotanium, whatever that is. And man, that's kind of funny. If he told that there's something he can't have, he wants more of it. I didn't have any trouble uh, getting silver at Accurate Precious Metals because they are a refinery, and, and Charles talked about that. But I, I just... Friends, you, you, today's the war room, by the way. At um, starts at eight o'clock, goes from eight to three. Tracy will be running the war room today. 
friends, you need, some of you need to be researching whether it's Rich or it's Avis or others about what Governor Christie Nome did in vetoing that bill, which basically was brought forward by the central bankers, state by state. You need to be looking to see if that similar kind of legislation has, in, has been introduced in Oregon and if it's moving. It's a great reason for you to come to the war room today, eight to three, participate, learn how you can be greater, more impactful and greater at influencing the legislative process. That's what we do in the war room. It's at the Ike box in the Bay Room behind the stage. Let's go to Rebecca. Rebecca, you got a minute or so. Okay. Um, I, w- I haven't heard anything in the discussion about when gold was confiscated um, I believe it was FDR. I'm not sure, but yes, um, I haven't heard anything like that in the discussion because communists um, not only like to confiscate land and um, take away your children and um, take away, I mean, they steal everything, and um, they don't have any problems at all with stealing any gold that you might have. Well, but they have to get to it. And if it's in your hands, because it's in the form of gold coins, they can't get to it. They physically can't get to it. That's my point. Same thing with ammunition When they confiscated it before, they made it so that you had to turn it in. Well, a lot of people didn't. Oh, okay. There's a reason why, folks. Countries... And central banks all over the world are buying all the gold and silver they can get. There's a reason why, folks. It has always been the most reliable form of trading currency there is. Thanks, Rebecca. Um, Julie Vet Medicines, um, thanks for that great email about vets and dogs. Uh, Rich, thanks for your emails. Linda, scary about the monetary system going to to total government control of what a Republican's doing. Why are they buying into it? Because of lobbyists giving them money. Rich, like you said yesterday, this stuff is death to all countries, CBDCs, because you'll get an individual bill for things like climate change, EV, methane gas by cows, and right on down the line. Folks, come to the war room today. It begins at 8 o'clock, 8 till 3. Learn how you can stop some of this stuff. Because if you don't take a stand, you're going to lose your freedom, folks. Right around the corner. See you tomorrow. Maybe Freedom Friday. Somebody.